Hello everyone, I'm Joseph Roberson and I'm Brian Tanner and this is King Talk. We welcome you to our unapologetic and transparent discussion on any and all issues related to youth sports. Nothing's off topic and even though we said unapologetic, right now we'll apologize because we're likely to offend someone at some <laughs> point. It's going to happen, that's what it is though, but not with any bad intent, all right? If there's something you'd like to hear us discuss, feel free to drop us a line. At some point, we'll let you know how to do that. Right now, we're really trying to remain unreachable. <laughs> I got issues, B. I don't know what we're talking about, B. said unreachable. Unreachable. Hey, this week, we're going to introduce ourselves to you so you know exactly who we'll be talking to. So, uh, Brian. Hey, I'll call Brian B. So, from now on, when you hear me say B, you know I'm talking to Brian, all right? So, B, let's jump right in. Tell us something about yourself, man, and then I'll jump in and say something about myself. Uh, man, Who you are, I, what's your interest in? So I don't know, my brother. We got to start somewhere. Main thing. Main thing. I'm him. Hey, he is him. <laughs> I, I am him. He is I'm I. him. Uh, what does that mean, B? What's I, I am him mean? I'm everything. Okay. I okay. encompass everything. Okay. All right. Strong. Okay. Powerful. Okay. Intelligent. Okay. Athletic. Hey, I'm buying in. Good looking. I'm buying in. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, yeah, okay. That's We're buying me. into that. Now, uh, for y'all who don't know, I call Joseph Joe. Okay, there um, we go. That's my dog. We've been knowing each other a few years. Actually, I met you probably about four years ago through a mutual acquaintance who probably... You know, we're going to leave that to rest. We're going to leave him anonymous, but that that's your boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my boy. I can't own him. I but, can't claim hey, But look, life is real. But I meant, I, hey, you knew him first, though, so y'all have more of hit more of a history but, than and, he and, and I. he's your relative, though. Ain't you he? got life messed <laughs> in what right. sense. Okay, so since so we can move forward because we are obviously not claiming him, <laughs> but peace and love and, and uh, well... Wishes to all people. All right, B, can you tell us something about your background in sports? Maybe, um, Ooh, whether it's that's about extensive. you. You got time? I hear, we'll make time. You we'll got make time. time. Break it down. Okay. Break it down to them. Um, man, I, I've been involved in sports since I was like four years old. Um, I played everything from baseball. Uh, kickball. See, y'all don't know nothing about that. That's a hood game. Okay, we had an okay, organized okay, league okay, back okay. in the day. Hey, kickball this. Association. Hey, hey, but I'm a dodgeball champion. Oh, yeah, we played what? that too. What? So, okay, yeah, okay. I just, I, I mean, I dived in, you know, football, track. I even played tennis. Okay. Um, I actually played on a pretty good doubles team, not because of me. But because of my partner, he was awesome. He ended up playing at the University of Arkansas. He was nice with the tennis. I was I was pretty good. You know, okay. I played that net. Okay. I liked that net. That's you know, what's up. That's I, it what's was up. something about that adrenaline rush when that ball coming at you about ninety miles an hour. And and it, okay. and, it, and it skip on them. Okay, Ooh, okay. Man. I tried, but I couldn't consistently hit it back and forth. <laughs> right, I would hit it over the gate, <laughs> so nobody wanted to play with me. Well, you so. know, that's because you were. That's, you know, we call that cock diesel back okay, in the day. Okay, talk to me. You, talk were, you to were strong. Me. Talk to me. Yeah, talk ain't nothing wrong me. with talk that. Talk to me. Um, so, back to that. I mean, I, I I played all sports, but around middle school, I started to gravitate toward basketball. Mm -hmm. But what's crazy, I wasn't always the best basketball player. Okay. Um, fourth grade, I think I played five, ten minutes a game. Okay. Other kids played 15, 20. Um, seventh grade, I played on an eighth grade team, um, which was an accomplishment, but I had some buddies playing on a ninth grade team. Okay. Um, 
played 10, 15 minutes sparingly. Okay. Uh, eighth grade, played ninth grade team. Same same scenario. Ninth grade, sat on the bench. That was crazy. Coach hated me. Tenth grade, I didn't play. But I was an intramural champion, bro. Let me tell you something. Okay. I made the intramural all-star game. I was player of the year. My team went undefeated 13-0. And real talk, the assistant coach walked up to me then. And about this time, I was drinking. You know, I was hanging out. I was oh, in the streets. You, you was a sophomore I was in high a sophomore school? in high school. Yeah, I'm in the streets. Um, I had older influences. All my friends were seniors at this time. Hey, for, per, for purposes of, of us doing the show, I got to pretend like I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm not. My bad. Please go ahead. Go ahead, B. Because yeah, hey, so, life is real where some of us from. That, yeah, it, it was. And I, what's crazy, I'm from a small town. My town right now is rated, you know, like, I think, like the second or third most dangerous city in Arkansas. Oh, wow. Um, and that's just the way I grew up. But, you know, it was normal for me because I grew up in it. So I never was pressed about what was going on around me because that's what I saw. Right, you know, I, right. I, I, didn't, I didn't, from the smallest crime to the biggest, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so he, he, I had a coach walk up to me after winning the championship. He said, you're not doing this shit next year. Looked at him and said, what? They went playoffs at the time. He said, we needed you this year. He went and changed my classes then, put me in seven-period athletics. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> they put me on the team. I wasn't supposed to start. They thought I was actually going to be JV my junior year. And I'm going to tell you something. I didn't want it. I was tired of the past. So I went to the park like all summer. I was waking up at like 10. I was out at the park at like 6. Bro, I was eating Chico sticks for lunch. I That's our home ground. I haven't heard of a Chico stick in about 25 years. Man, you years. know about them, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chico, yeah, peanut butter crunchy. Yeah. And they hey, filled you hey, up. Hey, they was in the candy store right next to the Pixie stick. <laughs> right Stop there on playing. the counter. Come yeah, on, 10 cents. I used to get like three of them. And they had to be on the counter because if they was anywhere else, they might have got snatched and run out the store. They would have got stole like yeah, the yeah, Navigators. You man. already know. It's not a fair world we living in. Not a, a fair real, world. Uh, it's a real one. Yeah. Yeah, but so I went over there with the grown men, with the thugs, the drug dealers, you know, over there with the females that hyping you up where, where if a man lost the game, he might get mad, go to his guard, grab the 40-ounce bottle and just bust it on the court because could nobody play. Okay, he pissed. Okay, okay. You know, I was in that environment. So in a sense, that made me mean. I got to stop one second, though, B. What's wrong with the community, man? My people got to mess the court up, man. White people got B. I grew up where cats would get mad and say they coming back to shoot the court up. I've been one of the ones running from the, court, the bullets. What the court did the court did not do to people that they had to come shoot it's the court up? It's that fool pride, man. Okay, okay, you know, prideful okay. people. You know, hey, we gonna talk about that a year from now. We gonna we gonna talk about, about that, that probably thirty <laughs> minutes from now. <laughs> Especially when we get on yeah. some of these parents. All right, so you went there. You went there between your sophomore and junior year. Right? Actually, That's I started my freshman year doing okay. it. That's how I got ready for intramurals. Okay. okay. So really, when I saw that it was helping, I soon as intramurals or I went right back to it. And I mean, I'm out there with some park legends. I'm talking about cash used to go win tournaments in Memphis, Little Rock, play money tournaments, okay. two, three thousand dollar pots. Okay. So. They used to take me on a couple of them when I was young, give me a little piece of the money. So by this time, I knew I was getting good. So all my buddies were out playing travel ball, AU, Wings, the Arkansas Lakers, you know. So they were in that powder puff district. That's what I called it, you know. At that time, I was on the grown man circuit playing tournaments around low against all men, 
busted lips, okay. knocked out the air, ran the walls. Where grown men cheat and call it a vet move. They call it a vet move. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, you know, yeah. I learned some of the moves, yeah, and yeah, I learned some yeah. of the trash talk, and I learned some of the lingo, and I think that's what helped me when I went back. I didn't start um, the very first game of the season. Dunn knew my started. He got two fouls in three minutes. They put me in the game. I never came out. Mm. Um, I think I ran off 13, 14 points in the first half, pulled like seven, eight boards, had a dunk. Mind you, I'm 6'2". Okay. This cat's 6'6". Six, six. I had to go replace him. I was supposed to be playing a small, the right. two, three, four. Right. He got in foul trouble. I was big, thick boy, so I was like 215. Okay. So I was kind of thick. Um, who said who I need you to push you out? Whose spot? Did this you was take? the center spot. What was his name? His name was Don Numai. Hey, I know he hey, remember. Hey, you, hey, I'm gonna I'm 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 tag you when we post Don. Hey, we want to apologize yeah. to you right now. That what if he's traumatized by that and still recovering? No, I, I end up he end up being one of my biggest fans okay, and supporters, okay, okay, man. Yeah. Like, and okay. I don't mean fan in the sense of like he looked up to me. I mean like when I say fan, that's somebody who root for you. Okay. Like I'm okay. a fan of my son. I'm a fan of your son. I appreciate. I that root. Love. I root for him. Like I'm a fan of you. You know what I'm saying? Likewise. So. Me and Don, we we were cool. Yeah, it, it, okay. didn't, it didn't riff nothing. So he okay. ended up taking somebody else by five, six games up the road, but he okay. wasn't getting that spot back. Okay. That was mine. Okay. You hey, know? That's real life, though. Yeah. That's real life. And I started every game after that. Okay. I ended up leading the team. I was second in scoring that year, led him in rebounding. And then my senior year, I led him in scoring, rebounding, probably was second in assists. Um, All-conference burst both years, All-state. And I was the only one to get a scholarship for basketball. Now, I, I had some intelligent brothers. Like, I had one went to school for agriculture. Okay. Um, the federal government paid for his entire schooling. I had another one. He was pretty smart. He got an all, he got an all paid scholarship to um, several. He got offered to several schools academically, but he ended up going to a JC because he wanted to play baseball, which worked out for him. He ended up going D1 after that. Um, but, I mean, just back to me personally, um, honestly, I think. Basketball would save me because immediately after joining the team, I cut out the foolishness. Mm. You know, I stopped hanging out with the old heads on the block and on the corners. I stopped drinking. Um, I wasn't all the way here because when I got to college, I made a few more mistakes. Like, I played on almost every level because I kept getting in trouble and doing dumb stuff. They gotcha. say it, you can't, you can take the boy out the hood, but sometimes you can't take the hood out the boy. Okay. And I got put in some environments that I was uncomfortable in. And at times I kind of reacted and acted out in ways I shouldn't have, but I didn't know any better. You know, my mother did the best she could, but like a lot of the people we trying to reach, she was a single mother. Right. You know, and on top of that, my mother was involved with a religion that didn't believe in extracurricular activity. Um, Don't go there. Yeah, I ain't going to go there. there. I'm going to keep Don't it in because I know we can go no, all go there. there. Go, no, I ain't going to go there right now. I'm not going to go there right now. Hey, y'all tune in for episode 28. We're going to get to that yeah, pre-season from now. No, no, okay, we're going to probably okay. get to that in about okay. an hour from now. Okay. You know, when I say hour, the next show, we there might we go, get there in we there. Go, there we go. But I used to throw my bag out the window, bro, to go to practice, walk two, three miles. It'd be raining some days. She couldn't know I was playing because she would have had to force me to quit. Wow. And I did this for like two years. Wow. And I can't Like she never knew me. She worked for the uh, five. She was working two to 11. Dude. So all my activity was happening and my sister kept it quiet. You know, right. I bring her a couple of Chico sticks or some penny candy. <laughs> and you good. Yeah. Fry okay. some chicken or something, you know, because she liked chicken wings. She would always be quiet. But, you know, that's why I bun, me and her bun so strong now because okay. she kept that for me. Because basketball is my outlet. Then I got a question now for you. B, I got a question. I need your perception on something. What's that? So there's a couple things I heard. One is that 
you wanted it so bad that you threw your bag out the window to get to go, right? Climbed go. out the window, climbed in the window. All right. You also said that early on in your high school career, you mentioned the intramural championship, but the fact that as a freshman and sophomore, you didn't get a lot of love. I didn't get a right? lot of love. Hey, so at some point that changed. And, and the reason I'm asking this is because I work with some kids <clears throat> who you can't get to work out on their own. They're not motivated to work out on their own, right? But their parents, but their parents are wondering. Hey, but their parents wondering like, well, why my kid um, don't get to play, or why is my oh. kid not competing at this level? And and I'm I'm trying to look at your experience versus what I'm watching of these. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and give you something. Okay, talk to me. Kids nowadays, including yours and mine, right, right, they privileged. Yeah, yeah. What we do mean, everything for them. Okay, okay. Like when Jay time for Jay to work out, you the one getting Jay up at five in the morning. Most times. Now you're probably waking yourself up, but in the no, beginning, no, are you no, still doing it? No. Well, see, what's crazy? No. I don't, I Maybe know, once I'm out of three, he'll get that. up on his own. I tell my boys, like, we were up at five this morning. Uh-huh. Blake and BJ were up at 4.30 getting ready to go. Gotcha. You know, so they, they growing up a little bit different because they got somebody in front of them. That's Brandon. They see where Brandon heading, and now I think we're at a point where Brandon, where he realizing if I would have done X, Y, Z like Daddy said, or if I would have took this like this person said, I I would be where I think I where I know I should be. But because I didn't, now I got to go here, which is nothing wrong with that. Go to a high end mid major, and and the one that I'm really leaning toward, the one I like, they've never had success, but they brought in a great coach. They building a new facility. They move into a new conference. I think it's a good fit for them. I'm hoping it work out. Go somewhere now and prove everybody wrong. Mm. You know, um, they see that, so they grind is different. Whereas Brandon, his grind was good. He worked hard, but he was he he was kind of like the he was the experiment. Brandon really my first. That's well, me and my wife, that's our first born, pretty much, you know. That's our first at everything. We had a couple kids we brought in, we adopted, we took care of them. Um, I don't want to say they were practice, but right. it's different when it's just something different about when that child belonged to you. Like, we love them, but this was even more intense. So, I think they see that they go now. The difference with me and you, we grew up impoverished. It was some days. You know, we had to go in the store and steal Vienas. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're hey, talking about. That was 40 so years ago. They ain't going to get you over look, 20. Vienas was 20 cents then. Hey, look, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I want y'all knowing that. Hey, I'm working to be a better person. It's still difficult well, to acknowledge some of my past issues. Well, go ahead and talk about your past. And, and just like I did, oh, okay, tell me a little okay. bit about you. Tell them a little bit about you. Wow. Okay, first, I'm from Buffalo. I'm from Buffalo. Ooh. Hey, that's enough said. Once you say you're from Buffalo, okay, so I love where I'm from. I love where I'm from. And at the same time, um, it was an impoverished community when I was there. And when I say impoverished, too, the ironic thing is it's not always a direct statement just towards um, financial resources. As I've gotten older, I realize impoverishment mm. is a mentality, right? Mm. So that being said, I think myself... Where I differ. Could, could you was, elaborate was, on that a little on bit the, when you on say the, on the impoverished, though? Because I think oh, okay. that's important. Um, 
Dang. Like elaborate. education? Oh, we, we don't pursue education. <laughs> so, so this is uh, my high school counselor. I remember her saying, uh, Joseph, because I was intelligent, though. I was most definitely intelligent, articulate. I could perform well in school. But I was embarrassed to perform well in school because my class was around you. So when we would do reading in class, when they would get to me, and it was my time to read. Oh, I can't read. I'm, I'm, I'm pretending I can't read, right? Right? But I, because what I look like being able to read well in a classroom full of people who can't. Like, I went to a public school. I can't stand out and look smarter. And that's and something I still up. think about today that while when I was younger, without actually being able to consciously know why at that point, I felt a pressure to not demonstrate that I was smart as if somehow I would be ostracized for that. And and looking up back on it, potentially that was the case. So um, that's one thing related to an impoverished mentality. So when my counselor would say, Joseph, um, you should be thinking about college. Are you going to take the SAT, the PSAT? The, right? I remember looking at her thinking like, dang, this woman's stupid. She keep looking at me talking about college. We don't go to college. But part of it was the impoverished mentality I'm talking about. Part of it was the religious mentality. So what, but, what, but, but we, me we, and B ain't going there right now. We go hold but, back. But at some point, we're going to explain to y'all exactly how religion factored into. And it's not to knock or undermine anyone's religious belief system. It's just my reality and in, in B's as well. So all I could do is speak to my reality. And you, you experienced, know? man. That, and that that's was real a, life. And that's real life. Now, as it relates to athletics, though, this is the crazy thing about it. So this is the difference between my son and me, too, is this. I grew up around people who, um, where I'm from, basketball was a religion. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even a sport. It was a religion. And the other thing I noticed that was ironic is, as I reflect back on it, is many communities have a rites of passage. Um, and usually it could be somewhere between 13 and 16, um, where it's a point at which someone goes through some um, potential rituals that are attached to traditions of growing from their youth to young adulthood. And I didn't come from a community with that. However, the mm. irony is for me, basketball was that. It was this period you had to go through where you go to the park <clears throat> and you had the audacity to call next. And you got Man, as a youngster, though. <laughs> hey, how old were you when you first started going over like there? 13, 14. As a youngster. When I, when I thought I could go somewhere where yeah. no one knew me and call next. And then you learn that, like, oh, it's not that simple. Because no. now me and my cousins, um, hey, shout out Jamel. That's my dude. That Hey, look, you still my dude. I still love you, player. Right, we used to go play in the Langfield project, so I had to learn some difficult Hold lessons. In the what? In the Langfield project. In the hey, projects. Hey, they don't Kensington get that. High school. I love y'all. I love you, right? So Who your boy play at though? Who my cousin? Your son now. Oh, oh twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our yeah. fit oh, private yeah, school yeah, yeah. gym. I'm sorry. Hey, I don't even <laughs> think my son know what the blacktop look like, other than shooting around. That's that's something different too. We are gonna talk about all that. Hey, look, AJ, my bad for telling everybody what high school you went to. That was a slip of the tongue. I was trying to let you remain anonymous, player, but it is what it is. It is what so, it is. I so just said my hey, son look, name. So hey, it's only did, fair you that did. you say there yours. You we say we're going to be transparent and yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, but I'll so. be lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
I'm sorry. We got issues, people. We got issues. Hey, and to keep it 100 with you, I'm drinking tea right now. I'm drinking tea. I'm trying to What's stay in right that with tea? you. Hey, this is just some Lipton's, right? Lipton's. This is Lipton's with the. Is it? I don't know whether it's Lipton with a with just the N or with the S. But y'all know what I mean in case we need you to sponsor us in the future. I just shout mm. out y'all tea with the lemon juice. Well, let and me some do honey. this. And right. I had a cup of Folgers <laughs> with some Kroger French vanilla <laughs> in that thing hey. and two spoonfuls of, of, of Kroger sugar. Hey, send us some money. Kroger, we just shouted you out. Come on, stop and playing. And Folgers. Hey, stop playing hey, with go, us. They go leave Starbucks and come over to you. Stop playing. <laughs> All right, so that being said, B, I don't even know what I was just saying right now. Man, you play too much. No, well, that uh, was you. Okay, you, okay so, you you were talking about, Jay ain't never seen a black top, but you were talking about being religion. Okay, okay, the project. Okay, Thank and you, then, thank and you, getting, beautiful baby. And then Italian. getting back to my counselor in high school. But, um, so I never, I never grew up thinking, like, basketball was my only way out of that environment, like many young people my age. And at the same time, it was a religion. It was your rites of passage. It was where you established your identity, your masculinity and your manhood. So whether it was calling next and then realizing that you just saying it held no authority and at some point- Don't even listen hey, to look, you, look, huh? look, You was gonna have to, to step up to that when people say, hey, look, and then by the time you call next and the game over, it might be, 12 more people who then showed up. Reputable people who, who they call what the next they tell you? What they tell you, though, when, um, when, you, know when what? you tell them, I had next. You know what? Let me think back. I don't know if I just, my memory don't want to, re, you know, remember any incidents, but I don't, I don't never remember shying away from letting people know I called next. Yeah, I hey, did. Hey, but I knew what to do. I knew I better pick up like three or four dudes from that neighborhood who was with That's the business. That's what you do. You See, I used to go saying? get Cat Daddy. Yeah, he was yeah, the man yeah. back in the town. Come on. So, I go, on. hey, Cat Daddy had this truck, bro. It was a Chevy Silverado. Hold on, hold Blue. on. It's Cat Daddy for His real? His name was Cat Daddy. All right, Shout out up. to Cat Daddy. That's what's up. Cat Daddy's giving me $20 for my ups back at oh, the yeah, park okay. someday. Then he said, you can run with me. Okay. So that's where I started. And Cat Daddy, for real, he could not hoop. Okay. But he used to tell me, young blood, you know, yeah. shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah. Shoot the ball. And then if somebody found me, foul him again. Like that. Like that. So I got in good with like that big dog. Okay. So okay. I was a little blessed. You know, I come over there now, I'd be like, I got next. And he'd be like, how you got next? I'd be like, Cat Daddy be here in two minutes. Oh, I know he told me that. to meet him at 3.58, and I got here at 3.56. And I called next. And I hey, called look, next. So, so we. <laughs> me and Cat Daddy got running next. next. Hey, that being said, my brother just said, uh, he said Cat Daddy called him Youngblood. Just, just for anybody who's listening who ain't familiar with the community, when we grew up, that didn't mean any gang affiliation necessarily. Nah, that was it, thoroughbred. Hey, look, that's just calling. how we addressed each other. Yeah, he was it's calling like, you a young yeah, thoroughbred. That's so all, that's how I that's took all. it. Because they didn't call everybody that. Yeah. So, they used hey, to call the other ones little. Get on with me. It was just love. It was just like, yeah, we dropping stuff. It's Oops, okay. It's my okay. bad. It's okay. Okay, now, so moving on. Okay, so I would call. I would call next, and that's where you really have to establish yourself. Now, that was the first part of it. The second part of it was if you was in the wrong neighborhood around the wrong people and called a file. Don't call a file. Hey, look, and it's a soft file that you shouldn't have called because you ain't. Hey, look, look, calling a soft file when I was younger was akin to having to being called a snitch today 
and having paperwork to confirm it. That's what, not just being called a snitch. Some of y'all go too far with that. It's, it's being, a, it was akin to being called a snitch and having paperwork to right, support let me, that. Let me break that down for, for those who Did, mind. I didn't, I didn't break no, it down No, because some people's mind don't work like okay, yours. See, so you, be, you okay. be like up here. What he's saying, if you call a weak file, you would then label weak. You yeah, lost yeah, most of your yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could not get ups again. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it, it, it was pretty bad. Hey, look. In Don't the coldest, be soft. Hey, coldest thing in the world is to watch a dude call file and just for had to answer be like, no. Man, yeah, and they turn around and <laughs> hey, walk no. to the out of bounds with your rock. Come on. And you be like, man, it's my Come ball. On. Respect my call. Come on. That's, that's a, embarrassing. Hey, that's a rough way to go down, that's my brother. Hey, and that's difficult. You might never come back from that. You might have to vacate the premises. Hey, and if it's a bad situation. They might chase you up hey, out of look, there. Without your rock. Without your Ooh, rock. Keep your ball. Yeah, yeah they used so, to do that. Or kick it over the gate. So those were the lessons and growing up and how basketball for me was a transition into young adulthood and establishing my masculinity and my manhood. But since I know you and I don't want to jump your head too far, that's okay, crazy okay. that you love ball as much as you did. Um, the fact that you oh, play. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I play football. Yeah. But I mean, that, yeah, that's yeah. crazy how you can, that's what I'm saying. You can love all sports now. That killed me a lot of times when people talk about at a young age, oh, we specialize. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear that. And yeah, hear you got to let them yeah, yeah. dabble a little bit, yeah. see what they like. And unfortunately for my boys, I was one of them parents. You hooping. That's what it was. Gotcha. But in a sense now, because I feel like I should have let them explore a little bit, especially like Blake. Okay. I believe Blake could have been a good baseball player. Now I can't even get him to nah. consider it. Because he didn't seen you put so much value into basketball. basketball right? with, okay, oh, that's mm -hmm. deep. That's deep. So don't don't make that mistake. Allow them when they're young to explore. Don't out of, don't be so hell bent on what you want for them. You get what I'm saying? When it came to football, no. Right, right. Okay. No, my wife my wife had me convinced. No, and I'm gonna tell you why though. This was right around. They were all coming up around the time when concussions right, right, and all right, that right. was being brought to the forefront. You know, the light was being shed on like the policies and and, and how it wouldn't protect them players. Right, and, right, right. And one thing, everybody in this world know I love my boys. Now, I love my boys. I, 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 I got one of that. That's the next Denzel. Okay. I got one that hoop. He shoot like Reggie Miller. Talk to me. Huh? Talk to me. I got another one that's, he just talented too. My young, he funny, Kevin Hart. Can now I, I ain't get, can hoop, I'm can calling him. Can I get him. an amen? Hmm? Can I get an amen? Amen. Hey, we taking it to church. Taking okay, it I'm going to take, we give it back <laughs> on, man. All right, so, hey, that being said, I, I get lost too much. I'm too much in my head. We got to get focused. We need to go get no, that. So this is what we're going to do. Hey, first of all, we're going to do that. That's how we're going to do it. going to have to figure out exactly what that is, but we're going to do that. Okay, we're going to do hey, it. So in the future, we'll go into explaining more um, perhaps about myself, uh, be about himself in terms of our experiences on a personal level with participating in athletics, um, whether it be youth athletics or at the collegiate level. Um, even 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 the club level, yeah, like club yeah, sports. Yeah, most definitely. You know. Most definitely. Now that being said, though, for the moment, for the moment, be why is this important to do? So, if we're talking to someone who's just sitting here listening uh, uh, to us act a fool, like why should they tune in and make sure they hear the next broadcast? What is it we're going to be discussing that's going to be relevant to them? 
Um, honestly, we're going to talk about everything from parents. Okay. Um, hey, what, type of parents? what type of parents? The ones who be in the, the stands, one, like, was, making all know, that noise. You got noise different kind of parents, Oh, though. okay, okay. I want to get at them, though. You want to get it right hey, now? No, I let it go. But I'm just telling y'all, y'all parents who be in the stands doing all that talking, who ain't never played sports before, but be running off. Shut, Shut up. The oh, hey, hey, beep. hey, beep. Right? Hey, look, if you oh ain't never. Hey. <laughs> I beeped hey, the up. Hey. You needed to hear the fuck. Hey, don't don't be the loudest person in the stands. But we ain't gonna get at you right now. But I'm just being what? honest with you. That's annoying when I see that you can't make it up to court right now. Also, if your kid is 18 and you got him playing 14, you I don't want to hear you in the stands about talking all that mess is. about how you. Hey, look, what you could say is your son is the best one out there, or your daughter. But don't be talking about your kid is the best 14. You your kid ain't 14. Your kid is 18. There's a reason With his big ass. He come drove on, to the come game. Come on and dropped his kids off the uh-huh. daycare. All right, but we're going to get at y'all later, too, though. No, but, but I, I do want to mention the parent who talked too much. See, okay. my pet peeve in the crowd, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm supportive. Whether my son on the floor or not, I'm supportive. My pet peeve is the loud mouth parent who criticizes everybody's child, including their own. Let me tell you something. If you never played in front of a crowd, if you never performed on that big stage, you should shut up. I don't care if you were an official. I don't care if you played a little bit in high school. I'm talking about if you never performed on a big stage where it's a pressure situation, like a state tournament game or a CIF final or a CIF playoff game against a rival where it's three, 4,000 people in the gym. No. The game in the backyard against your little cousin don't count. That don't count. It don't count. Shut up. Beep. I was just going to say uh, shut up I did already. it right that time, baby. That's all I was going to say is shut up already. But but be do him. And I got to respect my brother. I got to respect Damn. my fellow king. That's, he told that's you to true. shut the Shut uh, up. Uh, all right. I right. talk too much. Okay, now look. So we probably will talk about the parents who know what they doing too? We go give you some love. It's but some yeah, good ones hey, out but there. But we gonna address and even some of interview y'all. a few of them. Yeah. Have a couple of them come on so they can tell you what they did to 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 for that child to be successful. Hey, the one, the parent who never ever worked out with your kid, and I don't mean that you dropped your kid off at every camp. That ain't gonna never be enough. <laughs> if you never worked out with your kid, well, some of them don't need to because they mess them up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Every man yeah, not yeah, meant yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to be there yeah. for their kid hey, look, on that level because hey, they'll mess them up. Because you might have told your kid that carry move was a good move. <laughs> or that double step yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. not James Harden and hey, this look, is not the NBA. And you told them it's not travel, even though half of their moves is travel too. Hey, but that being said, we'll address some of that. We'll address maybe some of what we see with the refing coaching. We'll address uh, some of the posts we see too. See a lot of posts since both of us have a lot of athletes, a lot of coaches in our circles who make a lot of posts that would be relevant to what parents want to know. We'll address that. Um, and maybe some local news. You know it's March Madness too, some current news. Oh, yeah, so, don't forget about, hey, you can call in, leave a message if you have a question. And um, we actually will give you a phone number probably on the next podcast. We're going to shoot you a phone hey, number you know that you can call in. it's number too. I ain't giving you my number. And uh, <laughs> now we go. We 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 got another way to do okay, that. Okay, 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 I can't give my number out. My wife would kill me. Y'all can't call. I me. ain't trying to have all that phone ringing at twelve one in the morning Y'all when we can't. blow up. Hey. 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 Hey.
Hey. No, but we want to give you advice. So if you have questions, call in. Um, on a serious note, and we'll do the best we can to answer your questions, point you in the right direction. Um, talk about as far as choosing the right high school, right. the right trainers, what a trainer should right. be doing. Right. Right. Y'all do realize cones, they don't move. And you can be out there getting it in looking good. <laughs> but, you know, when they, when they met with a little opposition, yeah. it's something yeah. totally yeah. different. So you have to yeah. you have to choose the right person. Um and and, and and even the difference in uh, and even choosing the right college. Right. Everybody not meant to be a division one basketball player. Right. Everybody football, not to be yeah. lacrosse, whatever. That's division not everyone. One. That's not everyone. That's not everyone. Also, watch this, even with youth coaching, you may have several coaches who are actually highly qualified, great coaches, but which one is the best fit for your child and how do you decide that? Right? Is your child best on a team of great players where they sit in the bench watching? Or should your child be on maybe a team that isn't quite as good, but where your child has more of an ability to contribute and more opportunity? Those are decisions where I'm constantly and consistently watching parents make errors in their judgment, thinking that they're helping their child and they're actually hurting and hindering them. I hear so I had a daddy the other day. You know, I'm a high school coach also. Of course, you know that because I'm, I'm trying to get you to come help me this year with the staff. But um, I had a daddy the other day. I was talking to him. And he told me, he said, well, <clears throat> his son played for me in middle school now. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, Ivy, it's not a big school. Y'all D5. I said, next year we'll be D3, D4, because we're going to win it. The year after we'll be D2, D1. I said, you can be, you can go take them to a Division One, mm-hmm. to a TAF or El Camino. But is your child going to be happy sitting on the bench? Like I said, everybody's child not equipped for every level of play. My advice to parents right then would be, Take your child somewhere where he going to be valued, and he going to get a chance to play. I just checked the kid in the school. He coming in from El Camino. His mother was like, you sure you want to leave El Camino for Ivy? He said, Mom, I'm tired of y'all expecting what you expect from me. Allow me to do what I can do. I just want to play. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. He sat there in front of me and AD, so she checked him in the school there um, okay. Thursday. So I've had three kids checking in now okay. to this small D5. Right. And I do plan on making some noise at this small D5. But parents got to be aware of your children's abilities. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and sometimes it's better to be a big fish in a small pond than a, than a fish in a big pond. Right. And you just ran and swimming with all the guppies. You, you, yeah. it's, it's better to be appreciated and needed. Yeah, and go yeah. take them somewhere where they talent go be nourished. Right. And and they go be with somebody that can, that that they can relate to and they can push them. Even not, I'm not just promoting myself now, even though I am a great coach. And anybody mm-hmm. listening to this, my name is Coach Brian. I'm an Ivy Academia, um, entrepreneurial high school, over in uh, Woodland Hills, California. It's a full charter. The closest thing you'll get to a private school. You see how I'm plugging that? And we're building a brand new building that'll be erected in 2021. Hey, but he's supposed to. Let me tell y'all something about B. B shout me out earlier. Let me explain something to y'all about B. The, the thing that's special about him is beyond coaching. Like, if you see him with his sons, then that right there will be the factor that makes you want to put your child in his presence, okay? So it's not just about him being a great basketball coach and understanding the ins and outs of basketball. It's him um, having a true desire to impact the psychological and emotional well-being of young men. 
right? And I would imagine young women as well. I just only saw him working with young men. I got a couple girls I work okay, with, too. Okay, my bad player. I, got, I, was, I got right, one. She's 12. Look. You see in two years, she's going to be the talk okay, around hey, here. About 5, 11. Hey, I was acknowledging. I just mm-hmm. got to tell people what I've seen. That's all I, I can keep it quiet. To. Okay, okay. I'm learning You don't let things. people to see how I'm, they, hey, they can't see every move you make because they start trying to do it. Okay, hey, look. And then it'll mess up what you got going. Hey, but if you watch B, it comes with a disclaimer, like, don't try this at home. You got me? It ain't for rookies. So that being said, I appreciate my son. Let me explain something to y'all. I call B like B. Let me uh, send my son over there with you and your boys just because my son needed that environment, that atmosphere. He needed to be in the presence of other men besides myself. But I don't put my son in the presence of just any man because once your child begins to call someone coach, that person's voice potentially rivals your own. So you better be thoughtful about what type of leadership mm-hmm. you put your child up under. So that's why B was so important to me. So I'm just saying that to y'all because, A, and be aware that I'm thoughtful about who I put my arm on and who I stand next to because there's consequences for that in this <clears> world. But I could do that with B because he's a stand-up dude. You feel me? He's and, a fellow king. And, and the same because, you know, I, I, it's been times where I've come to you because I'm not even reaching Brandon. And I know Brandon got a, a, a certain respect for you. Because of who you are, what you've been through, and what you are. Like, my son is very, you know, you can, you've been around him, but Brandon do his research. Okay. Okay. And Brandon is very select as far as, like, because he's been burned, he's been burned by a few coaches. You know, we made that experience, we had that experience with coaches. Kind of like what you said, we had them with the wrong people. They, they weren't grooming them the way they should have been grooming them. Gotcha. Or they didn't. They fail to learn him. Mm. And and my thing as a good coach, I say this about management. You know, every and that's the problem with a lot of these older coaches. They expect everybody to adjust to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, not saying you got to be a pushover because I command respect right. from my players, my trainees. You done heard me. They come in and saying, yeah, I say, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, no, sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, let's get it yeah, there. Because yeah. it take respect to get respect. Right. You're not weaker. That don't make you weaker. I heard somebody tell my son one time, stop saying yes sir, no sir. That makes you weak. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It's all not about respect. See, if, yeah. if, if, if people would teach their kids respect oh, it'd be a at home, it'd be, it'd be a, a totally world. different world. Different you deal world. with these disrespectful kids yeah. on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah. Hey, they, but I'm going to take it a step further. I deal with disrespectful adults. So I have, I'm not shocked that young people are this way because the generation mm-hmm. raising them, people perceive respect to be a sign of weakness. So therefore, many humans don't want to extend. But see, I know the difference because of the people I've been brought up around. I know men who you do not want to see under any circumstances in a problematic situation because they can hold their own and yet they are utterly respectful to all people because they know once the disrespect happened, it has to be attended to and things get real, real quick. So therefore they happen to be some of the most respectful people I know. And that's part of the problem that you said respect how many times this thing? And coaches, my my point is coaches don't even mention it in practice nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been taken out the game. Yeah. You know, and, and when I say out the game, I mean out sports. It used to be about sportsmanship and, and getting along with your teammates. Yeah. Look at football. Yeah. yeah. Look, how, look how they at each other's throat. You know, that locker room is important. That chemistry is important. I, I, I think that the problem is they done took – and this was about they've taken, they take, they've taken the funding away from athletic departments in the public schools. Right. 
these athletic departments out here starving, trying to make something happen, which means now you go get inadequate what staff, coaches, right, right, right. right. And you yeah. you're not gonna have the right role people models there in for place. A paycheck, the people rather, there for a stipend, right, not even a, a check. Yeah, there you go, a That's stipend. Real. Who really don't have a concern for some of the underlying meanings and purposes of sports that we are using sports to replicate the issues that young people are going to experience in society and we're mm -hmm. trying to prepare them, but they're not invested in doing that. Now, which that lead, that pushes a lot, that push a lot of people to pursue private school education. But to yeah. me, I, I, you know, we, we looked at all of it, but to me, private school education, it gives kids a false sense of, 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 of reality. You know, I, I had my nephew and that was crazy to me. He went from an all-private school and he jumped to an all-public school in Chicago. That was okay. a big shock for him. Okay. But I'm glad he did it because it brought some reality into his life and it showed him what the world was like. So, I, I, I mean, it's so many factors and variables we're going to be able to discuss and break down. And if y'all got the questions, you know, chime in, leave them yeah. for us so we can answer them and, 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 and just decipher them. And I mean, we'll handle stuff the best we can. Um but today, to me, middle school, high school athletics, they fucked up. Okay. They ain't just mess up. They huh? fucked up. <laughs> they ain't just mess up. They ain't just messed up. up. Hey, before we shut it down for the day, I got a question. B, I got a question. Because we might not touch on it next time, man. Tom Izzo was in the news for getting on one of his kids. Homeboy, he got on him. Hey, look. What's, what's wrong your, with that? What's, I don't know, but it's a lot of people who sensitive about what's it. Wrong so, with what's that? your thought? That's just know. like. That's just like. That's my point. They've taken respect out the game. Okay. Tom Izzo, right, is a well-respected coach. Thirty years in the game, won national mm -hmm. championships, won several conference titles. You can get on my son. Right, right, right. As long as you're not putting your hands on him. Right, right. Hitting him, you can get on my son. What's wrong with some yelling and fussing? Right. That's the problem. You can't yell at people, kids nowadays. You can't fuss at people, kids. Everybody too sensitive. Right, right, right. right. That's pathetic. You know, that's just like, I'm not going to say it because I personally know this young man, but I know an incident right here in the Pac-12 where a young man lashed at a coach this year. He laughed at him? Lashed at him. Oh, lashed Going off on the bench okay, telling okay. him what he wasn't going to oh, buy our oh, block. Oh, oh, wow. See, if that coach would have been handling him like Izzo mm -hmm. handled his players or like, Calipari handled his players mm -hmm. like my man at Duke. Yeah. I ain't got to say his name. Okay. Shesky. Yeah. You know, look how he get on his boys. But look how many, prof look how successful the young men they touch. Look how successful they are. Look at this young man that went to this Pac-12 and cussed his coach out. Now he don't know where he going to land. Mm. Gotcha. Could have gotcha. been avoided. It could have been handled differently. So they got to put respect back in the game. Tom Izzo, man, I salute you. Okay. That was beautiful. That's why I like Bobby Knight. Yeah. They need to bring some more choking back in the game. <laughs> you wanna, hey, you want to throw a chair at someone? Hey, nowadays, though, you got to be careful. You say the wrong thing, you lose your job, you know? I take that back just come in case on, I offend some potential yeah, sponsors. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. condone throwing chairs. Kind, kind of, kind of not playing. All right. That being said, we are having the signal to wrap up. They said we talk too much. But this is King Talk. And that's what we are. We some kings, and kings talk when they want to. When they, hey, so we ain't got to rap nothing. We got to no. rap nothing if we don't want to, because we kings, you heard Stop me? Stop playing. Hey, I'm Joseph Roberson. I'm Brian Tanner. All right, this is King Talk. And All we right. appreciate y'all. All right, we look forward to you being present with us next time.